Welcome to another message from Squim Community Church. For more information about our church, meeting times, and location, visit squimcommunitychurch.org. Today I'll be reading from Psalm 139, verse 1 through 3 and 23 to uh, 24. You can follow along on the screen in your bulletin or your Bible. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. You uh, point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. I've connected the dots for us over the last several weeks. How we think creates an emotion in us and that emotion directs how we act or what we say. And today I want to talk about, well, what we say to one another. In fact, I, I want to talk about the fact that we, we say good things and that's good seed that we sow in a relationship with others. Ah, if you've ever gardened, you know, you know what comes along with planting that good seed. Weeds show up, that's exactly right. Weeds show up. Matthew 13. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who plants good seed in the field. But that night, as the workers sleep, the enemy comes and plants weeds among the wheat, then slips away. When the crop begins to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grow. Then Matthew 13. Other seed fell among the thorns that grew up and choked out the tender soil. So, weeds. What do we know about weeds? What's the truth about weeds? Well, here's a few truths. Uh, number one, no matter what you do in terms of planting good seeds, you'll always have the competition of the weeds. I, I've been a, a gardener. I once had a a pretty good-sized garden when we lived in the Central Valley of California. And, yeah, I could grow tomatoes, but I'd also grow some pretty good-sized weeds at the same time. Number two, if you're going to plant good seed, it's really good for you to weed ahead of time, right? Why, why put the good seed in ground that, that has weeds in it? So it's good to weed first. It's good to realize that, um, that when weeds show up as your, your good plant is growing, it's good for you to continually weed that. And you want to weed them right away. You don't want to let them mature it's a lot easier to pull a weed out when it's small, and it's harder to pull it out when it's big. We need to realize when it comes to relational weeds, they grow very rapidly when things are hot. 
between you and another person. It's true in nature, and it's true in relationship. Weeding is an ongoing opportunity. It's something that we, we, we weed everything out in the beginning, and, and then we plant our, our seeds or our, our seedlings. And along the way, we're going to have to weed and keep weeding. And, well, that goes along with trying to grow anything good. You're going to have to always deal with the weeds. The truth is, when it comes to relational weeds, uh, there are those weeds that have a very deep taproot relationally. And we've tried a few times to try to get a spade out and dig out that weed, but we have not been very successful because it's a very deep taproot. And relationally, when we have a weed like that, it's good to seek out a professional uh, who, who majors in how to weed in a relationship and can help you uh, unearth the taproot of that weed and dispose of it. Let the weeding begin. Here we go. Matthew 15. Every plant that my heavenly Father didn't plant will be uprooted. God doesn't plant weeds. He only plants good plants. And ultimately, this is a promise that, that in the end, as we die and go to heaven, all the weeds stay here. You will not drag any uh, any weeds with you when you go to heaven in fact it's great to know that guys women you will not have to weed when you get to heaven you'll just enjoy the fruit uh, and the vegetables that are there you won't have to weed one bit Paul goes on in Galatians so I say let the Holy Spirit guide your lives the sinful nature wants to do evil which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. Have you noticed that in your garden? That your plants and your weeds are constantly going at it? They are growing. They're each trying to dominate. And of course what we want is our plant to dominate, not the weeds to dominate. So we need to be committed to scattering good seed, but we also need to realize that as human beings, we have, we have a tendency to throw a few weed seeds out at the same time. That's what it means to be fallen humanity. That's what it means to be an original sin-impacted person hanging around with another group of originally sin-impacted people. And the only foolish thing is to believe that you're only scattering the good stuff and there aren't those moments where you scatter some things. Well, you wish you could get those back. You wish, oh, I need to do a better job of how I said that the next time I'm with that person. The seeds of good deeds become a tree of life. A wise person who acts that way 
wins friends. <laughs> Have you noticed that? You know, if you're a curmudgeon, it's really hard to be your friend. Have you noticed that? It's much easier to, to be a friend of someone that is good at sowing good seed in your life and vice versa. So if you need a little help, well, what are the good seeds and what are the bad seeds? Here's just a small list at the bottom of both of them. You could put dot, dot, dot because there's more than this. Let's start out by looking at the good. What are the good seeds that we can sow in our relationships with others? Encouragement, help, service. Who, who wants to turn away good service from someone? Not, not me. Who wants to turn away help in your time of need or, or encouragement from another person? Yeah, those are the things that we, that, what? Oh, they nourish us. They nourish our, our, our soul and our emotions and our mind. We all need to care for one another. Be careful in your caring, weeding someone else's plot. You might point out the weeds, but be careful showing up going, well, you need some weeding. I, I'm here to care for you and help you weed out, weed out your life. You might ask for permission. And that goes with the next item, appreciation. Appreciation of other people, the, who they are, the good that they do, the good seed you see them throwing, that, that just continues the process in a good way. And then finally, of course, love, that, that second commandment, Right? We want to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we want to love our neighbor as ourself. And the fact is, is most of us don't like weeds. We like good plants, but we, we really don't like weeds. And we don't like it when someone else throws some bad seed in our life. So let's focus on spreading the good seed relationally in, the, in our relationships with others. Now, here's a pretty good list of weeds that need to be attended to. Bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words. Now, I was reading this list again last night, and I got the harsh words, and I went... Well, isn't bitterness, rage, and anger, aren't those harsh words? Yeah, but it's not the whole list of harsh words. Those are just dominant ones that Paul talks about uh, in Ephesians. Yeah, don't be a bitter person. Most of us don't want to be around a bitter person. Don't, don't be in a rage. Most of us run out of the room when <laughs> a person is... Is, is having a rage. There is righteous anger, but most of our anger is not very righteous. Okay, let's keep going. I'll get you on the list. Slander, jealousy, selfishness. Selfish people have a tendency to 
to plant weeds in relationships. It's just their position of, uh, of who they are, how they see things, uh, a, a little part of their fallen nature. Gossip, I've never done that. Being arrogant, somebody said, define arrogant, and I said, trust me, you'll know it when you hear it. You'll know it when you experience it. Why? Because it's a weed. And isn't it interesting, in the fight between the, the good plant and the weeds, God gives us a tendency to plant and experience with other people the good Yet we're living in an, in a sin-impacted world. We're not always perfect. We're, we're not always at our best. But God has slated us to do well. And for us to do well or better, we need to take into account well, where we might be planting some, some weeds in our relationship with others. The tough part in a relationship is we have to be willing to do some weeding if it's really going to be a, a good relationship, a deep relationship, um, a close relationship with another person. Now, having said that, now let's look at our scripture passage, what David says in Psalm 139. He's praying, O Lord, I have examined my heart and know, oh, you have examined my heart and you know everything about me. You know, that always, I love that idea, don't you? God knows everything about you, but he chooses you anyway. He chooses me anyway. Because he knows the good and he knows the bad. He knows the healthy and he knows the dysfunctional nature of who we are as well. You know when I sit down or stand up, you know my thoughts, even when I'm far away. There he's talking spiritually being far away. You still know my thoughts, you're still close, and you still care even though I'm off what? Oh, I'm off in the weeds instead of on the path that he has for me. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. Now, here's his, his, uh, his prayer, his revealing prayer. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me. Oh, we get tested, don't we? Every day's a test, right? Every marriage is a trial marriage. It's a trial every day. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And that raises just a great thing. Are we a little anxious about our sinfulness? Are we a little anxious about the fact that we see weeds in a relationship that are the result of what we said or didn't say, did or didn't do. Are we ignoring that? 
No, we can't ignore it. Pretty soon, the, have you noticed, the weeds will take over the beautiful garden. Point out anything in me that offends you or others. Lead me along the path of everlasting life. When we pray this prayer out of Psalm 139, we're inviting God to say something to us. And when God speaks, he might do that through a scripture. He might do that through a comment someone makes to you. I've listened to a speaker, and as the, the speaker was speaking, a certain word became stereo in my head. And they used that word more than once, and every time it was like stereo in my head, and I went, I said, okay, Lord, I get it. I get it. Sometimes it's just an, an, an inner prompting. And we often don't want to evaluate our life because it's painful. We keep, we keep running into the same things. We keep planting the same weeds in our relationship. And one way to have a, a beautiful relationship, a beautiful garden, is to attend to those weeds. And because it, the, the trail leads back to us, what do we do? We shy away from it. We, we, we don't want to see it. Yet it's very evident at what is happening how we're, how we're having a positive impact and, and where we're having a negative impact. And sometimes God just speaks to us and says, I love you, but look at this. Attend to this. <laughs> go weed that right now. You go weed that right now. Point out anything in me that offends you, God, or others. Lead me along the path of everlasting life. In the end, we won't have to worry about this anymore. But while we're here, our inner character, as it develops, attends to relational weeds. How do we do that? The way we do that is, is we admit our wrong. We confess that and we ask for forgiveness. James 5, 16. Confess your sins to each other and pray to each other so that you will be healed. And I will say that there's a difference between saying you're sorry about some, something and apologizing for it. Have you noticed when you say, oh, I'm really sorry that's the way you feel? Or I'm really sorry that's the way that you looked at it? It's, it's putting the responsibility, so to speak, on the other person. It's discounting the other person. But when you apologize, and by the way, guys, just the apology, don't add anything to it. Just say, I am, I am sorry for doing this. I will seek to not do that anymore and do this instead. And when that exchange happens, it's amazing how healing that is. Now, you've got to make good on what you're apologizing for 
And many times that's something that is not your strength. It's a weakness relationally. Yet it means that you have to keep that in your mind's eye and, oh wait, that should be something you put on your prayer list. So that in the morning, uh, you're reminded of what it is that you want to improve in in terms of your relationship. Luke 17 always gives me hope. Even if that person wrongs you seven times a day, and each time turns against you and asks forgiveness, you must forgive them. Whew, that's hard to do. Seven times 70, that's a, that's a lot of weeds. That's a lot of admitting. That's a lot, that's a lot of growth. And that growth is good growth. It's important growth. God has put us in relationship with one another for a reason. Because we need one another. We need not only other people to add into our life in a positive way, but, but be cautious, aware of any negativity that they would add to that relationship. And I know how relationships go. If you're going to have a close relationship with someone, at some point, you, you're going you're to do some weeding. Oh, when you say that to me, it's very, it offends me. I feel like you're putting me down. I don't think, I, I don't feel like you're celebrating me. Now again, we're supposed to speak the truth. Don't miss that last word. Love. Speak the truth in love. And the difference is speaking the truth in love is like offering it this way and just speaking the truth. Throwing a fastball right at the knees on the outside corner. There's no way they can hit it. Now here's the thing. We, we seek forgiveness, but we don't always have reconciliation. We release ourselves and that other person when we forgive them. If they don't want to forgive us back, then that's on them. But for reconciliation... Both parties have to be willing to forgive one another. Therefore, both coming to the same place, maybe physically, but definitely emotionally, spiritually. Wow, weeds. I can tell you, I don't like weeds. I, I like gardening. I, I love to grow things that produce good fruit or good blossoms. But at the end of the day, I have to realize that, you know, the weeds and the plants do have a competition. And a good goal to have is let the good plants win. Win. 